Hey everybody, welcome. Hope you had a good April. It is May 1st, 2022, and I've been really looking forward to this one podcast. Been promoting it for a while, gonna do it now. Um, if you grew up listening to music and you saved your money, your allowance, and uh, once you got enough money, you rushed down to the local record store to buy your favorite album on vinyl or cassette uh, and uh, you could look forward to coming home and taking off that plastic and getting it out of his sleeve and putting it on the turntable and listening to the music from the first song to the last song side one side two and if you were lucky enough where you got an album that had the liner notes in it and you'd sing along to the music. And sometimes, you know, you hear the song on the radio for the longest time. You finally get the money to buy the, the album. And then you realize as you're singing along, reading the liner notes, that you got the lyrics all messed up. That's okay. The only reason why I'm bringing this up is because then that means this podcast is for you. Especially this particular podcast. Because this podcast I've been waiting to do for quite a long time. Finally um, able to do it. And it's basically why the music industry is in a crisis. And why I believe that today's music is really bad. Um... I like to quote a couple of, well, before I quote any of my, um, some of my sources, let me put it this to you this way. You know, today's music, um, everything is streamed, you know, and everything is put out really fast. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of time and effort in putting out music today. Every couple of months, an artist has got a new song or two new songs. Very rare that an artist is going to put out a complete album all at once. Everything is streamed. They release songs one by one. It's very fast, very quick. It almost seems like there's no time or effort um, that's put into the music of today. And I've always believed that you can have a song with the most incredible lyrics, but if you don't have the music and you don't have the melody then those lyrics, that song, is nothing. And it seems like a lot of the music of today is like that. I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on a limb, and my personal opinion, 90 to 95% of the music that that comes out today is crap. It's full of auto-tune and electronic distortions and it just seems like there's there's no effort in putting together a decent a decent song. You know, a couple of the artists that I still like today that are still putting out music. You know, I love John Mayer. Always liked his works. Um, Bruno Mars. You know, uh, he just won a few Grammys for his latest album with a group called uh, Silk Sonic and um, Alexander Pock. Um, they've got some great songs on there, and you know what? They did with this album in particularly is they took the old 70s R&B style and tried to duplicate it 
And it's really, really good. And it deserved those three Grammys that it won. Um, but, you know, here, here's a couple people that I respect and admire. This first one, Zach Campbell, who I follow on YouTube, he has nothing to do with music. So I believe that his opinion is totally unbiased. Um, he's a guy that I follow. He's got a DVD out now. Um, he's what they call a ball hawk. I'm going to make this really quick, quick plug. It's called Zach Hample versus the world. Um, he travels the U.S. Um, catching baseballs. He's got over 11,000 of them. But on a recent iHeartRadio program where they were interviewing him about his DVD... One of the questions that was asked was, how do you feel about today's music? Or no, the question was, do you listen to today's music? And who do you like? Um, And this is what he said. He said, hey, I'm a big melody guy. I love melody and I love the beauty and music and the melody that transcends all genre. A lot of the music today has a lot of one note singing, no melody, Hip-hop is fine, but could get a melodic bass line in there. That would be great. Today's music has no attempt of melody or beauty. Another guy that I really follow, that I totally respect, that is a very big music credit critic. He puts out a show on YouTube six days a week, Monday through Saturday. His name is Adam Reeder. He goes by the name The Professor of Rock. And I really look up to him. And as a matter of fact, he gives me a lot of ideas. And he was the main inspiration um, for me starting this podcast a year ago. And this is what he says in a recent um, video um, broadcast that he did several, a couple of months ago. And I quote, in a world of auto-tune, plastic pop, and fast food music, is there any way to save great music? Because music is one of the greatest art forms of our time. And an important part of our personal history is becoming extinct. What can we do to keep it alive? For me, that's where I adopted Let's Keep the Music Alive. And I'm doing my small part by doing these podcasts. And, you know, covering a lot of music and trivia of the old music. You know, stuff from, I'm going to go back from the 50s all the way up through the 80s. Um, After that, to me, music just started to um, deteriorate and became nothing. So statistically, let's just look at statistics. You know, now everything that I've given you is based upon my opinion. But I'm going to give you what I consider valid statistics. Um... This is according to the music sales data company, MRC, and they said old songs represent 70% of the U.S. market that are being streamed. Okay? Even more noteworthy on the streaming, um, 200 of the most popular tracks now that are streaming account for less than 5% of the total streams. So check this out. You've got 70% of the music that's out there that's being streamed that is all old music. And they're talking from the 80s on back to the 60s. After that, 
you've got 30% that's left over. And out of that 30%, only 5% are the top 200 songs of today. And today's music, that's not saying a lot about today's music. You know, you look at the iTunes um, current list of download tracks. They're filled with groups, you know, like Aerosmith and Credence and The Police and Culture Club and Bad Company and Bachman Turner Overdrive and The Guess Who and Led Zeppelin and The Doors, you know, um, The Go-Go's, The Bangles, George Michael, Wham, you know, and it just seems like when it gets into the 90s, it totally drops off. Now, why is this, you may ask? Well, I think I have an answer here for you. You know, you go into any public place, whether it's a restaurant or a mall or a supermarket or, you know, a Ross, you know, um, a store. Uh, The music that you hear playing are stuff from the 80s and the 70s. And the kids that are growing up today that are working kids that work in that environment, environment, that's what they're getting a lot of feedback on. They're hearing that. And they're liking it. And they're out there downloading it. And they're buying it. And I think that's just freaking unbelievable. Now, what I decided to do is go back to a little over 30 years ago. And I took the top 10 songs of this week in 1983. Almost 40 years ago. Um, So here's the top 10, if you can remember it. Just You and I by Eddie Rabbit and Crystal Gale. Shame on the Moon by Bob Seger, Rock the Casbah by The Clash, Baby Come to Me by Patty Austin and James Ingram, Man Eater by Hall and Oates, The Girl is Mine by Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson, Dirty Laundry by Don Hanley, Sexual Healing by Marvin Gaye, Africa by Toto, and Down Under by The Men at Work. These songs have more streaming on today's top 10 song list than the top 200 songs that are out today. So what I'm trying to say is those 10 songs from 1983 have more streaming value, dollar value, and listener value than the top 200 songs right now that are being streamed. So that should tell you right there that today's music is suffering and a lot of people are listening to the old kind of music. I think I made my case. I don't know. What do you think? I would love to hear your input. Um, You know, being a DJ, one other personal input I can tell you is when I used to do private parties and weddings, um, in order for me to get the people on the dance floor, I had to put on all the old stuff. You know, like I Had the Time of My Life by Bill Medley, Jennifer Warren, um, Culture Club, uh, Footloose, uh, Michael Jackson, Madonna, stuff like that, you know? Uh, yeah, maybe every now and then one or two of today's current music I'd throw on. And that would clear a lot of the dance floor out and would bring a lot of the younger kids on. But the majority of the music that I would play to get people to dance is the old school music from the 70s and 80s. So there you go. That's my case. Um, hopefully, um, I put some thought into your minds about today's music and the state of it and why I believe that it's horrible. It's a bunch of crap. Um, 
and that older music is gaining more popularity than today's music. And speaking of music, let's talk about the uh, Today in Music History. It's May 1st. Charlie Pride becomes the first, second African-American that is inducted into the Grand Old Opry in 1993. Do you know who was the third? You should know this. He's pretty current on the country charts right now. And he was really big on the top 40 charts, I think, in the 90s. Uh, The one and only, the lead singer of the Hootie and the Blowfish, Darius Rucker. Another uh, today, 1976, on this day, country hit by the Bellamy Brothers, Let Your Love Flow, reaches number one on the top 40 Billboard charts. And in 1966, the Beatles play their last concert where the last song they sing is I'm Going Down. Now, technically, their last concert was a rooftop performance in 1969 for Apple Records. And if you haven't watched the documentary yet, you've got to watch it. It's called Get Back. It's over three hours long. A lot of behind-the-scenes footage. You don't have to be a Beatles fan to appreciate it. It is really, really good. Okay, music trivia. Let's wind this thing up. Uh, Talk about uh, working titles. Believe it or not, Loverboy's working title for Everybody's Working for the Weekend song the working title was Everybody Was Waiting for the Weekend. Glad they kept it the other, right? Um, John Bon Jovi, You Give Love a Bad Name. The original working title, Shot Through the Heart. Another working title, um, Phil Collins from the movie Against All Odds. The name of the, the title of the song is Against All Odds, but the original working title was Take a Look at Me Now. So there you go, a little music trivia. I hope you enjoyed this short podcast. I tried to make it short and simple. Thank you so much for listening. My next podcast coming up June 1st is probably going to be a three-parter, and I'm definitely going to incorporate music, actually play some music in it. I did it on my last podcast on the um, foxes and fossils, and I got some good response, so I'm going to work on improving my podcast and add some music in there that's coming up it's probably going to be a three-parter on the inspiration behind the lyrics i'm going to start from the 50s and work our way up to current thank you so much for listening i appreciate your loyalty and remember hey let's do our part to keep the music alive thank you bye-bye